Keikoku, Keikoku, Rino Bakaga in Takomu Keiu de SCP Faru o Yomitote Masu. Mimi o Fusagi Saranaru Shiji o Mate Kurasai. Hello, welcome back to Discovering SCP, the only SCP podcast that has me, Tanani, in it so far. I'm always available for interview. And also, <laughs> Darnell is here. <laughs> the only podcast with me, but I mean, if you want me, I am a pretty... Uh, well, hello, yes. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm kind Dar- of a big deal. I'm Darnell, and um, dear listeners, guess who finally got approved to join the wiki? Me! Oh, <laughs> Nine well, years ago, uh, but now Darnell. Yes, me. He's I can here. now upvote the things we read and leave comments at later points. And um, I hope to at one point write an SCP that maybe we'll go over. Who knows? Maybe. Um, Hopefully, we'll yeah. We'll maybe do a special where we maybe go through the writing process. Yeah. Oh, actually, that would be a great way to do it, Tim, because you mentioned you want to do that. You could coach me on it as I write it. Oh, interesting, interesting, interesting. Yes. <laughs> All right, but yes, that is not what this is about. Today yeah. we have a, a special theme, if Tanhoney would like to reveal. We have a special episode. Today we're going to be going around the world, going to where, well, obviously I'll just, we know this, but I'll just explain for anyone who might not be aware. So what we've been reading from so far is the uh, English branch of the SCP wiki, which uh, is the original, uh, made from the original SCP-173 creepypasta that was posted on 4chan. It came over to it, a few different wikis, ended up here in the wiki.hellscape and um, people from other countries also enjoyed SCP and they've made their own branches. Some of them are quite big, such as the ones we're going to be looking at today. I've said that now, but just if we don't look at SCPs from certain countries today, I do not intend any slights upon those branches. Like usual, we usually do three to five, so yes. we can't go over every country, but you know, we, we might, we'll probably do another one like this in the future. You yes. know we love all our fans around the world. We love everybody. Uh, all, it's very gener- all that's all. very generous to us, all our fans around the world. Yes. Um, but Tan, I I just realized, and you can cut this part out of the video if you want to keep it a surprise, but I think, you know, we always do the warning, warning thing at the beginning. You should try and read it in another language. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like in French or something, or like Japanese. That'd be so cool. Okay. So it will be Google translated. <laughs> but... Yeah, it will be, it'll be absolutely horribly butchered, but know that there was an attempt. Yes, uh, well, the one. Yes. yes, let's get to it. Ba, ba, how many for today? We have four SCPs for today. Four, count them, four. Yes, count them all, four. So, if um, you were in another country that spoke Spanish, perhaps you would say cuatro. We're not, but okay. Yeah. Well, I, we're international today. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was not my intention to start an international incident. I do apologize <laughs> to, the, to the nation states that have. That are angry with me at this point. So, so just so I will be, I will, I will be repeating that statement a few times throughout the episode, just in case any nation states are angry with me. You mentioned that the wikis are different. So, like, say, just throwing out a random number, like SCP twelve hundred and the English wiki won't be the same as SCP twelve hundred on like the French wiki. It's quite possible, yes. They will be totally different. As okay. far as I, I'm not hundred percent on how the numbering system I'm sure, works. I'm sure the big ones are the same everywhere, like peanut and stuff yes so it gets translated over i assume so but um what is the first country and first scp of that country we're doing today so um we're gonna be looking at scp from the russian wiki and just while we're talking about the russian wiki i don't know if you're aware of the situation that happened with scp a little while ago yeah uh, the copyright thing yeah brought up yeah so Um, a uh a let's say con artist in uh russia and trademarks the uh scp 
logo or a bunch of stuff over there and tried to get the Russian wiki to basically give the reins over to him, um, which of course is fucked up. So there was a big fundraising drive, and now it was meant to be sort of re the day heard out in court already, but because of the current pandemic, that's sort of been delayed. But fingers crossed that we can get that situation sorted and the Russian wiki can keep doing what they do. Yeah, otherwise that would be really unfortunate. And I think, you know, maybe let's spread some love for our Russian brothers right here by reading some of their work. Yes, so we're going to be reading one article from a few different branches here. So the one we're going to be reading from the Russian wiki is scp1340-ru. So that's sort of the indicator of what which wiki it's from there. Which, what, what was the number again, sorry? 1340-ru. Uh, We'll just be saying 1340 or 1340 for convenience okay, sake. Okay, thank God. Yeah, I was wondering why you were doing each number separately. It was throwing me off. And this one is called Midnight Transmission. Ooh, that's that's cute. That makes me think of like a radio. The podcast is just like us. So uh, there's a link. And this one is written by Arbalict and translated by Lance Radioactive. Look at this. Look at this gift. Yeah, so that's a fragment of the SCP-1340's broadcast recording. Interesting. And I assume the original article's in Russian and has more than 26 upvotes, because yeah, yeah. just looking at this, it looks pretty high quality. Yeah, unfortunately, translations don't get as many eyes as they really should. Mm -hmm. This article already has one eye. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, let's do this, Tan. Hit let's us up. Let's get into it. So I'm not as familiar with these either, so this would be quite new for me as well. Well, then I want to hear your thoughts when we're yeah, finished. So. Item number, SCP-1340. Object class, Euclid. Special Containment Procedures No methods of anomaly capture and containment have been developed as of yet. Research efforts are currently ongoing. Anomaly witness identification and capture has been performed according to standard Foundation search protocols. All circumstances of contact with the anomaly are to be ascertained on successful capture. If the first contact with SCP-1E40 has been broken prematurely, it is required to perform a second test contact attempt. If the test proves negative, Subject is administered Class B amnestics and released with a week-long period of observation. All other subjects are to undergo comprehensive treatment procedures, with a footnote here saying including shock therapy, use of psychotropic substances, and neuroprogramming video recordings. Oh, wow. And be administered Class D amnestics. Should... So whatever this is, it seems like the SCP is more perhaps something that affects people rather than an entity itself. Yeah. And be administered class D amnestics there. Should treatment fail, false memories of their personality and a dislike to television technology should be implanted as per the Second Life Protocol. Such subjects are then to be relocated to closed communes under Foundation control. Another footnote saying, no restrictions on sharing living space for victims of interaction with other anomalies are necessary under authorization by Community Curator, in particular those lacking access to television where they can be using covert safe research experiments amidst routine tasks. That's a very interesting bit of uh, world-building there for the Russian wiki. Because that yeah, isn't something that comes up too much with, uh, well, at least something I've not encountered previously. Uh, closed communes? Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I already wanted to say, like, um, it already seems that uh, the writing style is a little bit different than what we're traditionally used to, but it's kind of interesting. Yeah. I'm already curious as to what this will turn out to be. I, I, I don't know much. All I can assume is it's some sort of disease or perhaps an event that affects people, hence the amnestics. But... It mentions the dislike to television technology, so maybe it has something to do with television. Perhaps, perhaps. Okay, so, uh, description. 
SCP-1340 is a phenomenon consisting of spontaneous appearances of an image of a human eye on CRTB's TV screens. Oh god, Persona 4. <laughs> <laughs> Said image takes up the majority of the kinescope's visible area. Despite apparent lack of consistency between cases of the phenomenon's appearance, certain patterns have been deduced as intrinsic, such as SCP-1340 appears exclusively on cathode ray tube-based devices, though implementation of this technology may vary, connected to analog television antennas. Its periods of activity fall between 2300 hours and uh, 0200 hours on local time. All registered incidents involving the SCP are localized to the northern hemisphere, between 45 and 75 latitude. See, further emphasizing my Persona 4 theory because the Midnight Channel. Of course, of course. We've already caused several international incidents here, but let's keep going. (laughs) So each particular registered incident has involved only a single witness, hereafter referred to as Observer. Possibility of concurrent observation in different locations has been confirmed by experiment. As such, the anomaly cannot be contained for Observer isolation. Interesting. General analysis of anomaly witness reports, as well as replicated contact effort, have permitted to pinpoint the course of its activity. During first contact, the anomaly manifests on active television screens that have been showing white noise for extended periods of time. During subsequent contact events, the anomaly is capable of overriding low-quality transmissions. Presence or absence of audio transmission has no effect on contact probability. Upon manifestation, the device begins showing an image of a human eye which takes up the majority of the screen. Said eye is blue and belongs to a man. The image is clear and free of any effects that have per overall perception of the contents. So just real quick, the SCP is uh, the the eye showing up or whatever is causing it to show up, but the containment procedures are more about taking in the people who have seen yes, it. and like the after effects of it. So, so far, what's interesting to me, and we still have a bit of the article to go, is all we've heard is it's an eye and people see it, but then why do they need to be given amnestics? How, like, this isn't necessarily any different than, say, the Max Head mm. guy, right? So I, I wonder if there's another element to people who have observed this if something happens. Right, yeah. So, so I think you're on analysis of the eyes sclera? Yes, that's it. analysis of the eyes sclera has confirmed that all instances of the anomaly transmit the image of the same man. The eye is always wide open, slowed and infrequent blinking is present, the pupil is dilated, and the eye often reacts with delay to the observer's movement tracking them. Well, that's a bit more anomalous, though, yes. Yeah. I'm looking, so I'm looking at the eye, and I'm just imagining that meme that's like, uh, it's said that the human eye dilates up to 55% <laughs> when staring at something they love. <laughs> it's you, heart, heart, heart. Staring at the SCP Russian wiki. Aww. If the affected device is audio-enabled, upon manifestation, the sound, sound volume will reduce to 25 decibels and will consist of weak, white noise static along with intact and fragmented words, distorted and pronounced with apparent difficulty. Should the observer shut off or destroy the device during first contact with the SCP, destruction of the kinescope is sufficient in the latter case, the anomaly will no longer manifest in front of that observer. Otherwise, the anomaly will continue manifesting itself on a device every time with the described requirements, even without the observer present. Under continued observation, it expands its sphere of influence and begins to appear not only in the location of first contact, but only in other, also in other places where the observer is present. And that's a good picture here. There's another picture of just loads of eyes, loads of TV screens. Yeah, and I think that goes with just a very brief skimming of the next paragraph, what they're about to go into here. So it's been noted... I think 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's been noted that in 65% of registered cases during repeated contacts, the anomaly brings into existence an unlimited number of CRT television devices of various kinds and models, exclusively within the locale of first contact. Okay, I know I was joking about it being Persona 4, but now it really does kind of seem like just the bear from that game. <laughs> it's unbearable, which seems to operate without any apparent power sources. The TVs are placed on the floor, on various furniture present, and on each other, and vary in size substantially. During the anomaly's active periods, all devices transmit the same image of SCP-1340, and the anomaly's eye is not able to track the observer, instead chaotically looking from side to side, while the sound's volume, despite a considerable number of additional speakers, increases by only up to 10 decibels. The TV devices are off while the anomaly is inactive. Observers rarely disclose the occasion and usually consider it a sign of psychological illness. In rare cases, the subjects have been able to get rid of SCP-1340's presence through prolonged medical treatment. In addition, the observers develop phobias towards watching television, which prevent further contacts of the anomaly. Due to the circumstances above, the Foundation is currently unable to discern the periodicity of manifestations or the overall amount of contact cases. <laughs> you know, I just thought of. Hmm? Um, I love, like, because, you know, it's always a close-up eye, very quiet sound. It's like looking at the person or frantically looking around. I imagine, like, to the people who it's affecting, it's, like, super creepy, right? But what if it it is an anomalous being, but it's just, like, a boomer that has no idea how to communicate with people? <laughs> to try to make friends. He's like, is this thing on? Hello? Is that my grandson? <laughs> Nathan? <laughs> Just anomalous grandpa? <laughs> okay, Boomer. That was just really funny to me. I'm sorry. Don't worry, don't worry. It's what, yeah. it's what you're here for. I suppose so. <laughs> All experiments with SCP-1340 have been classified by the Ethics Committee. A shout-out Ethics Committee. Woo, our boys. The Foundation has successfully recovered several documents that explain the anomaly's appearance from internal GOI archive records. The addendums are available with clearance level 4. Do you have that clearance level now that you've joined uh, the wiki? We don't have clearance level, but we have broken into the files and yes. we have locked the door, so it's not like anyone can stop. So right now they've got uh, MTF Samsara outside, but we are not going anywhere. We will fight back. We will persevere. Let's continue. Hell yeah, brother. Alright, this one belongs... This This first one is kind of sad. It's a suicide letter belonging to blank, 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 11-01-1960. Do you want to read this uh, note? Uh, sure, if you'd like. Uh, what's a what's a Russian name that's like proper and not offensive? You only blank. says it once, so you can be just blank, blank, I guess. Okay. My name is blank, blank. I'm an accountant at blank, and this will be my suicide note. I have no relatives or loved ones, so I write to you, prosecutors and officers. It's really sad. Oh. I am haunted by hallucinations related to TB. It must be because of my trauma and several months of coma. It happened first when I fell asleep after the show ended. I woke up to the sound of my cat screaming and saw an enormous eye staring directly at me from the screen. I was half asleep and didn't understand what was going on, but then realized that the broadcast had long has long since ended. It was about one hour past midnight on the clock. The eye was just staring at me and then blinked. I screamed, threw something at it, and ran to the bathroom. When I caught my breath and calmed myself enough, I looked back. The eye was still there and it only turned to stare at me again. I couldn't muster the courage to shut it off, and as such stayed awake in the bathroom, shutting it down when sunrise came and when there was only static on the screen. I've witnessed that eye time and time again after that. I stopped panicking in front of it and learned to withstand its gaze. At some point, I thought that it was my own eye. It looked scary, but it didn't want to scare. 
I brought myself closer to it and tried to hear what, what it was speaking to me. Uh, it was quiet, even on full volume, and I decided to buy another TV for it. And another. Oh, no. I wanted to hear what it was saying. I wanted to help it. I started stealing, and for that I am sincerely sorry. All the money I got that way I have spent on traveling around the Soviet cities and buying out old TVs. I collected 18 in total, different ones, small and big. Maybe that was me hypercompensating for the fear, and maybe my attempts to find the truth are just justification. I don't know. Every night, I closed the blinds to prevent my neighbors from seeing this bright blue light. Listen. It didn't get much louder, but I managed to discern some of the words. I didn't understand much, but what I did finally did me in. I'm insane. I've recorded all my stealings on the backside of this note and request to repay them through selling off my car. I will break the TVs. There is no other way. I bequeath my brain to scientific purposes so that they can help those like me. I request not to blame anyone for my death. Classified. That's a, that's a fucking good note. Sad, but what's interesting to me is that's like the most well put together suicide note I've ever written. Mm. Um, it's weirdly like he's weirdly like logical about it as well. Yeah, it's 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 there. It's kind of surreal because there are suicide notes like that in real life. And I think what happens when you see suicide notes in fiction is they usually go a little bit overboard on the drama. Mm. Not that, you know, suicide isn't an extremely emotional thing. But I think some, like, they always have the misspellings and the tear-stained page and whatever. So just to see someone, like, just trying to do the right thing and, um, or I guess in his mind the right thing and sort of get rid of himself so he doesn't become a danger to society. And the fact that he had no friends and family, there's just kind of like a somber mm. tone to the whole thing. Very surreal. Interesting, though. Uh, right. The next one is a research report yeah. that looks a little bit long. Do you I, want to do this or should I? Uh, I'll, I'll do it. Go for it. Then you can do the last one. <laughs> sure thing. So this is, I, I think this might be a group of interest from the Russian wiki. I'm not so familiar with this. The Research Institute? Um, yeah, let's have a look. So, to progress, Research Institute Director Kovalev VG from Bureau Number 4 Director, Mind and Consciousness, um, Krivopolov AC. Uh, forgive me if I am pronouncing this wrong. Internal reports. Per Bureau Number Four's current directives, I am informing you of suggestions to use the developments of the Mind 64 project to study transmission methods for discrete thought forms, and further on, main cerebrum portion impulse flows through inclusion infocode arrays designed to adapt the technology to television methods of information playback. That was a uh, that was a heavy sentence. Yeah, for real. But does this imply that this SCP is in fact a product of whatever Bureau Number 4 has created? It might be, yeah. As you know, the Mind64 project has advanced significantly since integration of Redacted. Currently we are able to record and seamlessly transmit neural impulses, but the Institute still does not possess a suitable storage device for such vast quantities of information. The only currently known storage sufficient for human mind conservation is the Infosphere itself. There are other difficulties as well. Our transmission capabilities significantly outpace our recording capabilities. Speed of processing processes running within a human brain is too high, far higher than our current speed of impulse recording, which means that we cannot adequately record and transmit the full thought form of a person without disrupting its connections and as such without degrading their consciousness and memory. Unfortunately, this lag does not allow us to experiment with copying a healthy person's personality. However, the Bureau members have found an alternative method. Oh. One thing I would like to st sorry for interrupting. Say no real quick about SCP that I find interesting is I think even in in the more like you know strictly document like SCPs outside of maybe Gears and even in Gears a little bit, I feel like there's um, usually a bit of drama and emotion coded into the article. Not hmm. that that's a bad thing, but just you know 
it uh, something that makes it a little more story-like, but I, I find it interesting that this one is very somber-toned and very much factual, logical. It feels kind of like something written in a cold lab by a person all alone hmm. kind, of, kind of feel to it. And I kind of like it. It's giving me, um, it's definitely making me think a lot more than I usually do when we go over these. So sorry, I'm not interrupting as much with funnies, but just this is yeah, no really fascinating for me. So, uh, sorry, continue. Yeah. So it has been proposed that we use a cobblestone source in the experiment. I have taken responsibility and have found a suitable candidate for such a role. Under medical attention in municipal hospital number 12. Currently lies patient blank blank blank. Oh, is that the guy who wrote the suicide note? It's the same number of blanks. It might, and, he, and it and it says coma, and he said he was in a coma, and he believed that that right. Was the yes, he did, didn't he? He said he was previously in a coma. Oh, nice yeah. spot, nice spot. In a state of coma after a tragic incident, we hereby request your assistance in arranging a classified experiment on transmitting their personality into the infosphere through our bureau's newest antenna and receiving the resulting signal on the Chukot station. The process oh, will. Terrifying. Oh. The process maybe of... that's why he went insane is because his personality's in the info sphere. Ooh, maybe. That might also explain why he was so logical with the note. He said he thought maybe it was his eye. Maybe it was yeah. his eye. Oh maybe, my God. maybe it's like maybe he's like one version of him as a person and a copy of his consciousness just sort of in the air. That is terrifying. Oh, trying to like reach out through the TV. That's that's me. That's my body. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh well, I, I, maybe that's not what it is. But let's that that would be very good. Yeah, for real. So you can tell I've not read this before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm having a blast. This is really, this is a cool article. Where were we? Where were we? Uh, sorry, chemical treatments developed by Bureau number, number four. Are proposed to be used to slow the brain's activity as much as possible. Yes, we'll be unable to halt the cerebral process completely, but the estimated damage to the consciousness fought for Orm is expected to be minimal. Now onto the practical side of the research project. We expect the Chuck Shee Penezuela radio station personnel to receive the information of this person in format close to television standards. At this point, we can only guess what it will look like and whether such a transmission will bear any significance for further research. In overall, however, I foresee use of this technology applied to being able to transmit a speaker or presenter directly into every house, every particular receiver. The viewers will gain access to actual talk partners competent in various topics who will be able to convey useful information more concretely to every particular listener. Just imagine, you turn on the TV and the athletic show host does not only show the exercises and keep count, but also points out mistakes and gives professional advice. Oh, uh, so the idea is to put people basically in the television sphere and then those people can interact with you in the real world. So I guess just the eye floating around and following you is like an early experiment yeah. of that where they haven't quite perfected Spy it. Kids 3D, yeah. That's so creepy. Educational shows for children and adults, news reports, sports shows, travel and history documentaries, etc., will grow to a new level, open the path to fully-fledged connection and feedback. I would like to specifically address any possible concerns about the experiment's ethical side. The operations involved will cause no physical consequences or even discomfort to test subjects. All records in the invention will be kept secret. I would also like to point out the fact that the resulting informational model for human, phantom, thought form, or mind mold is not human in the words common meaning and exists only as an idea, a information current which puts it closer to a soulless computer. Period number four, director, minor consciousness. I think, I think also it adds to this, is it said, what, that this, this, at least the suicide note was from 1969, but it kind of feels like weirdly relevant to today's world, like increasingly mm. digital. Um, yeah. And also I wanted to note, they talk about the ethics, and the ethics committee was uh, overtly mentioned in the article itself, in yeah. the description, I believe. Just very interesting. 
And then this last one, a transcription of SCP-1340 speech pattern says, right? Yeah, hmm. speech pattern analysis. Okay. okay, so did you want to do this or me? Uh, you can do the actual reading, but I'll, I'll, intru I'll, I'll, I'll introduce you. All right, sure, go for it. So the following, it's like a fucking comedy club. <laughs> this, new, <laughs> this next guy is uh, Darnell, he's in a TV. This is Darnell reading you the TV. Following transcripts has been procured for the Foundation's speed rec speech recognition hardware from registered occurrences of the anomaly. The object transmits words and phonemes in a chaotic manner. The following text has been generated based on possible meaning, registered intonation, other factors, though it remains distorted. Italic a phoneme is any of the perceptually distinct units of sound and language. So stuff like pa, ba, da, yeah. ta in English. So italics denote portions that differ in pronunciation or intonation, but that are still considered valid based on the machine's output. Uppercase text denotes more expressively pronounced phrases. Note that the level of volume remains within the 25 to 35 decibel range. Go. Snow. White mess. Flies everywhere. Fly into my mouth. Blizzard blinding sigh. Don't know. Can't. Anything. Where are they? Alone. Glimmering. My eyes, eyes. I see light. Shut off the noise. Can't stand it. Can't hear thoughts. Where am I? I'm here. I'm. I can't breathe. Help flies all around. Mouth filled with snow in my throat. Hands where I can't see. They carve me white strings, endless clotheslines. Up down, up down. Sorry, I kind of was like weird with the intonation because I'm not. I'm trying to make it as yeah, like, I like it as I can. Okay, cool. Is the snow there like television static? Maybe. That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if all they see is television static. And they talk about the noise, too, which comes with static. Oh, that's so creepy. Batch 2. Where to go? Was there same white-black world? Is there a ceiling? IS THERE A FLOOR?! I need to go to work. Come back. Didn't feed the cat. Where is he? Who will feed balance sheet? And the bills? Help me. Snow's too loose. I can't stand. Could crawl, swim. Doesn't stick. Where's the light? There's night here, white, blue, black, world, a web of strings. At least give me the cat! I forgot how to breathe, live, please live. Batch three. I hear through vibrations of strings, endless noise, deafening, forever. What are you? I'm not alone. Ran, white static man, where are you? Come back! I can't scream. <laughs> you like GLaDOS a little bit? <laughs> yeah, it's very <laughs> creepy. Batch four. Dark again, between strings, there's someone there, too tight, pry apart like bars of a cage, can manage without arms, just a look, just with an eye. I'm so close, on the line, just one eye. Who are you? I feel you. I see. Get me out, that's my cat. Oh my god! Oh, no. Tan! That, no, 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 Tan, Tan, Tan! Yeah. Remember we thought that he was the guy that got transferred? Yeah. If you remember in the suicide note, he was like, my cat saw it first. Oh my god. It's his cats! He's saying that's his cats! Oh. It's him! Oh my god. Remember? Yeah. Don't be afraid. Wake this the is owner. Good. My... Oh, and he told the cat to wake up the owner, which it did! My kitty, help wake the owner. My cat, mouth full of fleas and snow. Help me. Why do I feel we know each other? My eye could have plucked. Don't leave me. I can't see you. Don't leave me alone. Here you are again. I didn't. Don't switch away! Batch five. It's me. I... I see better now. Can't pull the strings further. STOP FLICKERING! It's me. Why is he there? And I'm... here. What are these light boxes? Can't speak. Try looking lower. 
lips there must be there. Read them without end, vomiting lies. Don't look at me like that. Break the wall. I know you can see. Help. What are you writing? Oh, that must be the suicide note. Oh. Must get out. My eyes leave at least one. I know you want to kill yourself. Where do I go now? No. Oh my god, so he's trapped and his physical body killed itself, so he has nothing. Okay, this article is an easy 10 out of 10. Yeah, I've already upvoted that. Yeah, same. Brilliantly fucking It's, a, it's really good. It's like a full image of this anomaly. With that, and that, and that, even like a kind of twist ending there. That was un- astounding. I was blown away. And you said, once again, this was written by Arbelicht and translated by Lance Radioactive. Yes. Holy crap. We have to give this equal sort of... You have to give equal credit to translator as well. Yes, good job, Lance. And this was only translated over like five months ago. Deserves way more than plus 27. Yeah, holy crap. Uh, Everybody go give this one a look uh, in your free time because I think the images and reading through it yourself kind of adds to it as well. Very, very good. Um, Definitely 10 out of 10. Uh, I'm surprised. Right off the bat, a banger. Yeah. Yeah. what do you got for us next? What's the next country in SCP? Or so, actually, what are your thoughts? Tell me what you I think. I really liked it. Like I said, it feels like a full picture of this anomaly. Like, we get the origin of it. We get yeah. the full rundown on how it works, what it does. We get the, 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 the per, a, per, a personal story around it as well. With the, I think that's what makes it so satisfying, is most SCPs, there's still an element or elements of mystery that we don't know. Yeah, usually that's quite good. Like, usually that works quite well, but this is just like yeah. the complete opposite, I feel. Yeah, and we learn more and more about it as we go down until you finally piece it all together at the end. It's, oh, I just love when that's done well and right. Very, very, very good. complete story. 10 out of 10. Arbalict and Lance, great job. Well done, well done. Okay. All right, so, right, next country, next SCP, what do we got? Uh, next SCP is SCP-040-JP. This is from the Japanese branch. And let me get the title up here as well for you, just so we have that on hand. That title is... Duh, 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 duh. There is a cat, full stop. Alright. Oh, this one's from Japan. That's what I said, yes. Awesome. Um, oh, it's a little bit on the shorter side, unless this document's really long. Oh, the document is very long. Yeah, so leave the document for now. Alright, And so... this one is written by AKR underscore 4185 and translated by Tanisha. And... Uh, wait, what? By who? Tanisha. Oh, it says INT translator here. I guess yep. that's the account they use. Well, um, and this was only translated over like three months ago. Has has the process of porting over international SCPs been a newer thing? Um, I, I, I'm not sure. I think usually, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's not that new. Um, I, I think we might have just by coincidence picked some of the newer ones. Also, an interesting thing is this is 40 in Japan, meaning this is probably one of the first ones written on the Japanese wiki, because they're still in season one. Oh, or I'm sure they're past that now, but like when this was written, it was season mm, one. I'm not sure if it's chronological either. So, Oh, uh, did they do it differently? Because I I'm know, not, I know I really, I, I don't want to say because I don't know. <laughs> right. I know you mentioned the English wiki, you have to go through 0 to 9, or 1 to yeah, 9 yeah. to 9, minutes to 1,000 to, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure when the different branches started, so I don't want to say something that I have no way of knowing. That's totally fine. Uh, Boris, you are a fountain of knowledge, if you would know and would tell us. Boris, if you somehow know, can you tell us? Boris, w- Boris w- mission w- control, please. <laughs> Boris is our accomplice. <laughs> I love Boris. He's the best. All right, so let's do this. Okay, so uh, let's get into it. Item number SCP-040, 
object class Safe, safe. Special containment procedures, SCP-040 is contained within a structure constructed to cover the area of the anomaly. The containment wing is under the jurisdiction of Site-8120! Yeah, usually it's like in the 20s or the 100s, that's crazy. This is a very brave choice, Cyproof. When inside the containment wing, personnel are advised to never look inside SCP-040. If it is needed to look inside SCP-040, it should be done through the camera and not directly with the naked eye. If it is necessary to have a direct view, it is advised to use D-Class personnel, RIP. <laughs> Communication with personnel who have been exposed to SCP-040 is forbidden. Just every time I hear, like, use D-Class, it just reminds me of the first episode on the stairwell with Dr. Tanhoney. <laughs> They're like, can I turn around? He's like, no. Use, like, the binoculars. <laughs> yeah! Oh, uh, that's good. Alright, so description. Yeah, so obviously this is, um something that you don't want to look at so it's a uh the image they give us i assume is just the wing oh no it says before containment it looks like mm. a field and a house with a small wooden path yeah so this is like the opposite of peanut so far oh by the way what was the title for the last one and this one the you last know, you said... the last one was yeah. called uh da, 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 midnight transmission this one is called there is a cat ah uh, gotcha so description, SCP-040 is a well located in the village of Blank in the Blank Prefecture. It is surrounded by a wooden hut measuring approximately 5 meters wide and 4 meters long. The center of the hut houses a stone well presumed to have been built in ancient times, which descends directly underground. The well is anomalously deep and multiple probes have failed to determine its depth. Excuse me. Although the hut was originally locked tightly with iron chains and multiple padlocks, they have since broken due to deterioration. Oh god! Oh no, oh no. Menacing, like, how ancient of, of an evil is this thing? SCP-040 was placed in containment after incident redacted in 1967. Interesting note, too. Hmm? Um, a lot of SCPs, and I mean there are ones like that were in the past, seem to be modern, but at least the first two international ones we've chosen have been like Historical fairly, pieces, oh, yeah. yeah. Like in the 60s. Hmm. Well, I don't know whether this one's whether in the article that is now or if that is something that happened a while ago. Yeah. But the Russian one was definitely a very yeah, the... specific setting they were going for. Mm-hmm. Alright, so you're at the yeah. warning, I believe. So, after incident 040001 in 19 blank, the following contents are prohibited for viewing without mimetic countermeasures. Which I assume you, you have, uh, Donna? Yeah, I'm just going to reach into this drawer real quick in the file room we're in and take out these Class Ds. Yeah, so um, they've started throwing grenades in to try and like uh, get us out of this archive room, but... Um, it simply will not work. Tanhoney's yeah. anomalous force field makes them immune to all. Human weapons have no effect on us. <laughs> <laughs> so personnel assigned to this project must be treated with Procedure 253, Willow Ashes, at Sector 8120. Are you ready, ready to unlock the document? Open that bad boy up. Just I want to note, too, I'm sure we'll read it again, but right below the unlocked document before you open it, just the end of Mimetic Hazard. Oh, dear. Okay, so when a subject looks into the cabin, they begin shaking, reporting that there was a cat. Furthermore, the person will become obsessed with the idea that the cat is here. This effect is not apparent in drawings or images. It only occurs when a person views the inside of the cabin with the naked eye. A camera image only displays the inside of the huts with no signs of the reported cats. Exposure to the object will distort the subject's perception of all domestic cats, scientific name Felis Sylvestris Catus. That's my uh, my grandfather's name as well. 
yes, Felix Sylvester's cactus. Yes, during interviews with exposed subjects, they reported that any domestic cat seemed to look like an animal with two human eyes on its face without her or other features, staring oh at them directly when viewed from any direction. That's terrifying. That's so creepy. Oh, Furthermore, the exposed subjects will begin to report that the cat is constantly appearing in the darkness to observe them. There seems to be no consistency in the level of darkness required for the cat to be manifest in. It is unknown why the cat observes subjects. An illustration of the observed cat is attached below. <laughs> why does it say thank you? Because it's polite. Well, like, this is an illustration that someone who's under the effect drew, I imagine. Hmm. So why would he put thank you? Also, one thing to note, Tan, is that the thank you is clearly a white image with thank you written and lapped over because it overlaps the face line. Right, yes. Right well, that, I don't know whether that was in the original article because this is written in English in the picture. Oh, that's right. It was translated, so they probably just put it over the yeah. Japanese symbols. That makes sense. So according to a survey conducted by Foundation researchers, it was determined that the location where the cat appears is influenced by the position of the subject's ocular lens or the cornea. In other words, the sightings occur statistically significantly higher in the subject's peripheral vision. Oh, that's creepy. Oh, this property was demonstrated during experimentation with D-Class and 19 blank. Really quick, uh, I hate to interrupt and talk about something else, but that kind of reminds me, have you ever heard of the Shadow Men? No, I was going to mention another sort of creepy poopser. Uh, uh, Smile Dog, have you heard of? It kind of reminds yeah, me... Uh, I've heard of Smile Dog. has human teeth. Yeah. This has human eyes. Like, Shadow Men are just like... Uh, a they're a real phenomenon. It's just a hallucination of our brains. But like in your peripheral vision, people see like a shadowy figure, and then they look, and no one's there. Yeah. People have made a lot of like tales about it. One thing I want yeah, to that's, note about that's, this that's SCP. Me. <laughs> One thing I want to note about this SCP that I mean, I really don't want to speak ignorantly because I'm not like a pro on Japanese culture. I don't know jack crap. But this one does seem to be most ghost like kind of ghost story like. And from what I've heard secondhand from my friends who have lived okay. in Japan and are Japanese citizens is that ghost stories are, like, kind of popular. Like, like those are kind of, like, in terms of horror, like, ghosts and, like, ghost tales are scarier than, say, like, the kind of gory stuff that we might look at in America. Right, yeah. Uh, so, it, it, so this might this might necessarily, the SCP might have some influence from the culture it's from. I don't want to be... No, ignorant, almost definitely, I, I would say. Yes. Like, I would say, where, wherever you are, your culture influences... Absolutely. Your arts. So, so I find this very interesting, but yes... This has been a much more serious episode. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it helps that a lot of these SCPs are thinkers. Like, like I said, usually the ones we read, I don't know if it's a part of the English culture, but like to have a more of an element of drama or emotion in them, more like a story. But these are a lot more like tales, hmm. uh, in that they seem more like legends that you would hear around the school. Year, right. Yes, right? I thought you meant tales is in the SCP wiki kind of sense. No, no, sorry. <laughs> I was I like, mean, like this is not like the opposite. Kind of these are like things people would tell at a campfire. Yes, 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 I... definitely, definitely. So uh, yes, let's let's continue. It was according to the hypothesis, I believe, is where so we According left. to the hypothesis proposed by Redacted, it speculated that the dark places in the large depths of the underground structure inside SCP-040 had a clear influence on this. Data expunged. Subjects exposed to SCP-040 will actively tell others about the idea that there is a cat. Those who have understood this idea to some extent suffer the same cognitive anomaly as the subjects who were initially exposed. It is not known whether the effect is transmitted through a general description or whether a specific trivial word exists, but it is a cat. There is a cat. There are no particular restrictions on the medium necessary to convey that idea, and it is effective even in all media such as speech, writing, images, and painting. 
Therefore, it's speculated that the subjects themselves are not directly affected, but carry a mimetic anomaly, referred to document redacted. It was there. Affected subjects do not act in a suspicious manner, making it difficult to judge whether or not the subject is under the influence anomaly after passing through the first stage of exposure. It was a cat. Thank you. Right. And it says memo. So I think you can tell the person who was writing this by necessity because they had to inform was under the effects and they really came in towards the end yeah. of that report. Yeah, um, there was a cat. One thing interesting, did they mention taking uh, amnestics? Would that, do you think, fix this? I don't think they mentioned um, it. I don't believe they mentioned that, no, but it was there. All right, well, this is the end of the memetic hazard, so uh, it, thank you, there was a cat. But, yeah. Um, I need to take this pill that is also a cat. Yes, there was a cat. So, uh... Incident report 040-001 on blank blank 19 blank. A large-scale mimetic disaster occurred in site 8120 as a result of this report. It is believed that the assigned staff and the upper staff were exposed to mimetic effects of SCP-040 at the time of submission of the report. Exposed personnel were subjected to amnestic treatment or termination. From this point... I, I... There you I, I imagine it's because there was limited success with the amnestic treatment, but I like to imagine that they just, some people got pills and other people, they just got shot in the head. Like, eh, whatever. <laughs> so, this, from this point onwards, mimetic countermeasures will be applied to all subsequent reports with a footnote Oh, here. there's a footnote. Mimetic countermeasures are used so they never repeat this blunder. Please be sure to perform these procedures before submitting future reports. Thank you in advance, IT administrator. Okay. So, at least to an extent, there's an effect with uh, amnestic. Yeah. So there was a cat. I liked that article. Yeah. Uh, one one thing I would judge criticism-wise, and again, mm. this might be a cultural difference in how SCPs are written in Japan, but I feel like the um, usually the special containment procedures give you a little more of a window into what's going on. So I think if they had mentioned, like, personnel must take amnestics after viewing documentation or something, I feel like would have improved it a little more, like putting that in the special containment procedures. Right. But I can understand the appeal of saving that to the end to maximize the effect of the article. Yeah, Overall, absolutely. I really liked it. Very interesting. Um, there's there's still a bit of mystery to it, but not enough that it feels like, oh, I wish they had told us this. Like, just enough to kind of pique your interest. Um, I'd probably give it a 9 out of 10. Uh, what about you? Um, around the same, yes. Uh, an issue I do have, I have to say. It does mm -hmm. seem a, they just sort of ends very suddenly, like... I don't want to yeah. say anticlimactic... But I, I'm not sure whether I'm missing something as the IT administrator, the note, it seems like a weird thing to end on. Yeah, I agree. And then the incident report's very short. Yeah, it just... Um, it sort of I builds think, up with the end of the document, and then it doesn't really follow up on that that much. I think it could benefit from an addendum of some sort, hmm. or perhaps an additional test or incident. But yeah, it does end a little quickly. And as you can see, and I think I mentioned this before we opened it, um, the document's really the meat of the article. If you don't unlock it, it's a very short article. I wouldn't so, follow it for that, really, just because... Yeah, of course not. Yeah. But I like to imagine that, you know, not every official reads the article to avoid the mimetic hazards, so they're right, just yeah. reading a tiny article. <laughs> the, um, the, yeah. the well does something? <laughs> yeah, I agree with your... Uh, it does end very abruptly and um, seemingly on an odd spot, but otherwise I liked it. I'm going to give it an upvote. Yeah, and once upvoted, again, yes. this was uh, written by... Oh, it's not written at the bottom here. It, I'll add that here. It's written by AKR underscore 4185 and translated by Tanisha. So Wait, well, is Tanisha like the female version of Tanhony? I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, pretty good. So far, two bangers in a row. What's what's the next country in SCP? Wait, how many are total again? Four? Uh, yes, we're doing four today. All right.
we're making good. Well, actually, we're going pretty slow. I think the first one you linked me forty minutes ago. We might need to start tearing through these. You cuz. That's true. All right, you what's know? the next one? So this is from uh, the SCPES wiki. So that's Spanish, there. Oh. So let cool. me get that link for you that I have here. This one. Espanol. SCPES 105. So I'm not sure why the, um, the little thing comes in the middle there instead. So it's a different choice there, I suppose. Uh, well, real quick, let me look at history and see when it was translated, because maybe this is how they used to do maybe it. Maybe it's past. less... Yeah, this was brought over in 2019. The other ones we read were in 2020. Right, okay. Maybe so it wasn't maybe... quite as standardized. Yes. Well, right. uh, and this one is called uh, Stargazing the Other Stars. And oh, this it one's was long. written and translated by uh, Morhado. Oh, so he did both. Yeah, well done to him. Yeah, good on you, Morhado. Um, this is a very long one. Holy crap. Yeah, um, who cares? And there's several things that open and are also very long. This, this, should we split this or is this just going to be like a two hour episode? Let's do a two hour episode. Who cares? Okay. I don't care. Alrighty. I'll do whatever I want. I'm Tanhany. <laughs> He's out of control. <laughs> do you know who I am? You're a cat. Well, that wasn't, you know, he doesn't make you think you're a cat. It's mutated. No, I think you're a cat. Well, let's get into it. Yes. So, item number, SCP-ES-105. Object class, Keta. Special containment procedures. Due to the nature of SCP-105, containment efforts have been focused around cataloging individuals with a strong interest in cat constellations, celestial bodies, and ecological trends. This database is to be operated and maintained by the governments of major world powers and population centres, and managed by the Foundation's Disinformation Bureau. You've be... just got, like, astronauts from all yeah. throughout time. Or not ast astrologists from all throughout time, and then, like, horoscope people. <laughs> the, the Bureau will update the database of research on groups following the Fifth Doctrine. Does that have to do with the Church of the Fifth? It is the Fifth Church, yes. Fifth I say the name different every time. <laughs> what was it you called the Church of the Broken God that one time? I called it, like, the Church of the Machine God, I think. Yeah, it was... It, one time you had one that was way out there. Yeah... It's like you invented oh, your own wow. group of interest. My brain's small. But so, yes, Fifthist Doctrine. So yeah, like this is for the return of the Fifthists. This is interesting because we, we haven't heard... We, Tan hasn't brought me back to the Church of the Fifth since that uh, book we read about. Mm. So in addition, Foundation facilities with astronomical equipment up to observe and verify visible stars constellating to the astronomical catalogue SciShow 2 in order to detect manifestations of SCP-105. In Taicho your... 2, I believe, is a... Uh... Oh, it's just a catalog. Yeah. yeah, I'm dumb. So in the event of reported changes in sky colour and or widespread, widespread streetlight outage, cover stories be implemented stating the anomalous effects are due to light pollution or eco-terrorism. Excuse me. Any located... <laughs> I love how you excuse me after eco-terrorism like you committed eco-terrorism. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like, oh, I apologise. <laughs> Any located incidents of SCP-105-1 are to be seized and brought to Site-76. So SCP-105 is a manifestation that appears at an altitude of 25,000 metres several days before events considered important. Example, concerts, riots, sightings of unidentified objects or creatures, etc. take place. SCP-105 events exclusively affect the areas where they manifest and supplant celestial bodies present in the sky with others giving preference to these celestial bodies, mainly constellations or asterisms. 
which is a group of stars that, when seen from Earth, appear to have a special raiment or alignment in geomagic form that is used remembered, so like Gemini, oh. things like that, I assume. Very small thing. I think this is the first actual footnote we've seen, because hmm. usually the footnote is, um, like, uh, adding further to the sentence, I think. This is the first time where footnote was used as a footnote to explain what a word meant. Right, yes. <laughs> Rather than to add description. Groundbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> with pentagonal forms or which contain at least five stars SCP there's that spooky number <laughs> everyone oh, on the why? SCP wiki is like programmed to get spooked when they see the number five menacing I just got that yeah. SCP it one is 105 <laughs> oh very good SCP-105's first noticeable effect is altering the perception of those within the area making them believe that the firmament currently present is non-anomalous a detailed description of SCP-105 manifestation, henceforth known as the Celeste event, is attached below. Well, let's have a look. So the Celeste event stages. There's five of them. Of course, there's five yeah. stages. So first stage, the start of a Celeste event. All celestial bodies are replaced. Um, with a footnote here. In subsequent, yeah, go. In subsequent Celeste events, however, it's been found that SCP-105 hides the celestial bodies rather than completely supplanting them in the area. If a subject outside of SCP-105's area effect enters, they will begin to be affected by the anomaly. SCP-105 also affects subjects who are sleeping, and will proceed to move them to a place where they're capable of seeing the sky. Well, that's creepy. Second stage. Green and pink fumes will generate around the anomaly. With another footnote here. So the fumes are non-anomalous instances of the St. Elmo's fire weather phenomenon. I have no clue what that is. That's a real thing. Um, that's just sort of a light... Uh, as far as I know, it's sort of a trick of the light thing. Right. So the third stage, those affected will stop perceiving stimuli outside of SCP-105's area effect. They will proceed to perform specific actions depending on the constellation or asterism present in the sky. If a person outside the area effect enters, they will not be affected by SCP-105. So real quick note I just realized, sorry for interrupting again. Yeah, no worries. Um, I know we've only done two Fifth Church uh, articles, but aside from, you know, the number five being present... Also, both of these, also both of them heavily have to do with stars yes. in the sky, astrology. Yes, that's um, a big it running a very thing. very tarot card-esque feel. That's a big thing for the Fifth Church. Very JoJo Part 3. <laughs> Dio's just going to show up. So, uh, yeah, fourth stage. The constellation or asterism present will begin to blink with varying brightness. The reason for this is unknown. Previous stage will begin to affect those directly outside the area of effects. Ooh. Fifth stage, the Celeste event ends. Following this, between 0 point blank percent and 12.5%, and with footnotes saying it's unknown what variables change the percentage of people affected, with a minimum of one person, will experience permanent effects vaguely related to the third stage, and a greater affinity for practices similar to fifism. So they will only be able to perceive things inside that area forever? Uh, uh, That's maybe. what the third stage is. Mm. You stop receiving stimuli outside of the area. It says vaguely related, so maybe not exactly. It says it's a, uh, they perform specific action depending on the constellation or asterisms, so presumably that's what comes from this on. Right. And then so, all Celeste yeah. events. So all Celeste events, after their completion, cause subjects to have a compulsion to stargaze, ranging from slight desires to committing eco-terrorist attacks in order to shut off streetlights and see the stars. Oh. Lovely. So let's go to Discovery. Yes. So the first official sighting of SCP-105 occurred on August 17th, 1969 in Bethlehem, Again New York. Again in the 16th! Yeah. And a, this is the same year as the Russian. I, I swear I didn't read these prior. 
Maybe they just really like the 60s in mm. other countries. Yes, at the Woodstock Festival, approximately 1am local time. The Celeste event began with the replacement of the Lakata constellation with the Lyra constellation. The incident was apparently initiated by alleged fifthist musician James Marshall Jim Hendrix. Oh my god, Jimi Hendrix is the fifthist? It fits. Do you know who Jimi Hendrix is? He's I know. Famous. I know who Jimi Hendrix is. Okay. When he pronounced the variation of the phrase, imagination is the key to my lyrics, the rest is painted of science fiction, emphasizing the star's powers and how to absorb them. They did mention in the first article that a lot of celebrities are fifthists, yeah. or were, anyway. So following the conclusion of the Celeste event, approximately blank dot blank percent of attendees were permanently affected by SCP-105, resulting in the formation of eco-friendly villages and eventually culminating in the Back to Earth movement. Along with this, a greater environmental awareness and opposition to the Vietnam War began. On 09-02-1969, the Unusual Incidents Unit arrested 10 people in Tuscan, Arizona as part of Operation Morningstar. So on the UIU, um, we haven't encountered before, I believe. Mm -hmm. So they are basically the part of the FBI that deals with the paranormal shit. So they are a part of the government rather than the foundation. Yes, but they're very, they're very poorly funded. Oh. So they're like the little baby of the paranormal world. So they're like the baby version of the Foundation. I guess so, yes. Some some articles differ, saying that we had, they were more powerful earlier on during like um, the MacArthur... Uh, was it MacArthur Trials? Who was yeah. it? Yeah. So around that period, apparently they were at their height, but as time goes on, they've lost funding and shit. Right, that makes sense. So, and that Operation Morningstar was established for the purpose of suppressing the growing outbreaks of counterculture caused by the Vietnam War and protests of 1968. All arrested persons held and disseminated an alternative form of hippie philosophy, giving great importance to incense rituals, chants, stars, and the number five. Footnote five! Oh my god, so menacing. Oh, that, that's, that's nice. What's the footnote? So, uh, although all these characteristics are inherent to fifism, Neither the Foundation nor the UIU had recognised Fifism as a group of interest at the time. So, several star charts, catalogued as SCP-105-1, were located, and found to have been anomalously modified to temporarily alter the appearance of the sky. Due to the UIU's lack of resources, the objects were subsequently handed over to the Foundation. How SCP-105-1 operates is still unknown. So, do you want to uh, Go back and forth on these logs that are coming up here, just so yeah, sure. I can recover. There is a lot of them. I'll do the first couple in popcorn and off. Okay. So the following table shows relevant information collected from those affected by Celestia events. Event number 001. Location, Bethel. Date, uh, August 17th, 1969. Original Celestial Body, La Certa. Celestial Body displayed, Lyra. Effects during the Celesta event. Lost perception of external stimuli, increase in voice volume for all affected, vocalization similar to fifthest hymns. Person of interest, James Marshall Jim Hendricks. Transcription. Greetings, my brothers and sisters from the same star. Today we welcome the true stars, those outside the oppressive order of the government. This is only the beginning, but sing and let the smoke in so they won't find you. Don't walk in threes. I kind of, I hurt my throat doing that. I don't know why I became Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Brother, find your star. <laughs> I need a minute. <laughs> Effects of the Celeste event. 
Symptoms similar to those afflicted by oppositional defiant disorder for participants. Greater affinity for musical pieces. Greater consumption of hallucinogenic substance. Okay, so like hippies. Hey, I can get on board with this anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, smoke weed, brother. Notes. This was the first known Celeste event. Unlike the following Celeste events, important event correlated with the anomaly occurred on the same night instead of preceding. Mm. Um, event number 006. Location, Montevideo. Date... 06-24-1987. So this is now the 80s, but it's also five events later. Right, yeah. Original celestial body, Scorpius. Celestial body, the celestial body displayed. I guess that needs an edit. Yeah. You can edit that as a writer. Uh, celestial body displayed, uh, Cetus. Effects during the Celeste event, unknown. Person of interest, CS-IV Jaime Perez. Uh, there's a footnote here. A uh, person was involved in several sensitive Fifth Church operations in similar groups, including SCP, ES, triple blank, missing since blank, blank, uh, blank. Transcription, unknown. Effects of the Celeste event, unknown. Notes. Due to the disappearance of all the individuals involved, the Foundation was unable to obtain any valuable information. That's quite menacing. Yeah. I think I might actually... This might be my first edit, as I might fix that Celestial, if that's allowed. Uh, yeah, minor fixes are odd. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do it after the episode ends. Just remind me. I'll contribute. Nice, nice. All right, event number 010. And after this, I'll switch to you. Okay. Uh, location in Vernus. Date, uh, July, or no, sorry, June 21st, 1993. Original celestial body, Ursa Minor, celestial body displayed, Hydra. Effects during the Celesta event. Uh, lost perception of external stimuli, increased fishing dexterity <laughs> based... Uh, visualizations of plesiosaurus-esque sea creatures and oh i just realized in specimens of the asteroidia class common starfish look the celestial body displayed has to do with what happened mm. so lyra so starfish uh, like a lyra mm. has to do with music this one hydra has to do with sea creatures and specifically also starfish are pretty prominent in fifth stuff as well because starfished five arms right person of interest edna mckean's uh, I don't know how to pronounce that name. Mackins. Uh, civilian. She's not currently involved in any of them. Transcription. You should not trust the false sea which unclean creatures populate. You can take them and plunge them into the false cosmic dust. Anyone could fool you by putting fake stars next to you. Look up where the true gods and warriors are and look for the signs. Watch your surroundings. Effects of the Celeste event. Aquaphobia. Herpetophobia. I need to look up what that is. Herpetophobia. That is uh, a fear of lizards hmm. and like reptiles. Uh, greater recognition of patterns and mild paranoia. Notes: Several days later, Edna McKean saw an instance of SCP quadruple blank in Loch Ness. Oh my god! Okay, oh, I, I assume that's Nessie. Yeah. <laughs> Subsequently, camouflaged agents in the surrounding area administered Class B amnestics and returned her to the riverside of Loch Ness, replacing it with a lock! <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second, is it Edmund McKinn's, like, someone who, like, took a picture of Nessie or something? That's what It I'm fucking thinking. is as well, I deal with Edmund McKinn's it's coming up with pictures of Nessie. Honestly, well fucking played research -wise. Nice That's one, dope. nice one. <laughs> so she really, so he or she really did see it, but the, the Foundation replaced it with a lock. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, I'll that switch it to you. So, event number fifteen, location Gaza, date oh nine twenty two thousand. Original celestial body was Cygnus, and the celestial body displayed was the home of the king Cepheus. So, effects during the celestial event: lost perception of external stimuli, religious and warlike chants. 
person of interest is Ahmad Yassin. Transcription. Sing, my brothers and sisters. Sing, for very soon the false star of the captors will be made to cease burning. Those who have captured our beloved star, Cassiopeia. As a descendant of Cepheus, we must recover it and keep it safe from others. Let us advance without fear. Cepheus is watching us from the heavens. Effect of this last event is religious intolerance, more aggressive behaviour, more interest in astrology. Especially those within the constellation of Cassiopeia. So, notes. Armour 09282000. Ariel Sharon, a former member of the Israeli Defence Force, went to the Dome of the Rock. This encouraged Muslim groups to launch an offensive against the State of Israel, thus provoking the Second Intifada. I can say it. Second Intifada. Yes. So, oh, uh, this one takes place in, in your land, Tan. This next one. Yeah. How lucky. <laughs> Event number 18. <laughs> Location, London. I wonder if you were affected by it. Date, oh, four, I was created by it. Oh, f- or 15, 2006. Well, that means you would only be 14 years old and thus unable to use the wiki. Yeah, so but, sorry, sweetie. I was kidding, I was kidding. Original celestial Damn. body, redacted. Um, oh, wait, there's a link. A link, oh, but okay. I don't believe what is linked to exists on our wiki. Oh, it's probably in the Spanish one. Yeah, so I don't I I don't know I don't want to change that, but I think that might need uh change in mm-hmm. there. So celestial body displayed unknown with a footnote. The heavenly body shown resembled a starfish. Fucking pet. Oh god, imagine look up you just see a giant starfish made of stars. <laughs> that's creepy oh, as shit. That's so meta a starfish made of stars. Yeah. Wouldn't so, it just actually if it's just looks like a starfish? Wouldn't it just look like a star made of stars, like mm, the basic star shape? I guess because it's October fifth, as you can reasonably guess, it's a starfish. <laughs> so effects during a celestial event, nothing crossed out. <laughs> oh. After multiple interrogations with members of the London population, it was confirmed that they could visualize the constellation even if the sky was not visible. Person of interest unknown is presumed that those responsible were high-ranking members of the Fifth Church. Transcription: Yurak Maflakun Hagnakf Ulwi Ifishalasus Gagdata expunged Slontlier Natli Orb Fifth Tlashlon Blank Plurus Stoltlintlioshakli Don't flee from the star's embrace; it merely wants you to be joyous. Weird note: some of the letters are bolded. Yes. So I guess it. Would... That that I like I really like fifths when they go all wild. It very much fits the things that you enjoy, yeah. and I enjoy them as well. We so, need to do more fifth church stuff. Yeah, I, I've I only got one article that I've done with the fifth church. On you've I, done an article on the fifth church. I have, yes, but it's way uh, later on. <laughs> so effects uh, of the celestial event, amplified effects of the fifth stage. Notes: This was the first celestial event that did not cause extra effects. It should be noted that the Foundation had recognised the Fifth Church as a group of interests and its previous operations within London. <laughs> See, the, the fucking book. <laughs> Remember, that was a big thing in London. You guys all killed each other. So, event number 020, location Okinawa. Hey, we've gone back to Japan. Hey. So, date 07-02-2007. Original celestial body, Leo. Celestial body displayed, Jobs Coffin. The most Job's m- coffin, like Job from yeah. the Bible. It's pronounced, I thought it was pronounced Job. No, it's Job. Do you know the story about Job? I know, I know. I just didn't know they was pronounced that way. Oh, yeah, it's Job. <laughs> That's such a menacing, like, tuny name. I know. That's like the name of an attack a villain would use. Like, he sticks his hands up, he's like, Job's coffin. That's a Jane sick name for a constellation. Her. I like it. Yeah, it is pretty dope. I wonder if that's a real one. I'm going to look that up real quick. I can't Job's imagine. I, I imagine all of them be real. It's a song. 
Really? Job's coughing, looking down. Job's coughing, looking down to see what mankind is going to do. Even the song sounds menacing. I know. Okay, let's get back to the article. That's enough about Job's coffin. Yeah, sorry. So, effects during a celestial event. Lost perception of external stimuli. Unconsciousness. Person of interest, Ken Kobayashi. An employee at Funeral Home Blank, deceased. Transcription. I'm sorry to have to put you to sleep, but I have a very important message for you. I know you're very tired, but Jirojin, please forgive me if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. One of the seven gods of fortune in Japanese Shintoism. Please forgive me if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. Dude, you're fine. According to Shintoism, is the reincarnation of the southern polar star. It's You pronounced it right. Mm. The way it's written is Jirojin. Okay. So he wants to take you to the stars, but he needs you to do a couple of tasks before then. Remember to go to the temple every day and make the offering until it call, offerings until it calls you. When it does, do not be afraid to die, for only the stars are real. So, oh. effects of the celestial event, ergomania, Shinto religious fanaticism, suicidal thoughts and actions. Alright, what was ergomania? I, I can't find anything. I'm just really? seeing... Yeah. An I'm obsession with exercise the... or work. Okay. Maybe it was... I don't know. That's weird. So, notes. This was the first Celestia event which resulted in casualties. Of note, Casual. no, SCP-105 affected 10 subjects in an urban area of approximately 200,000 inhabitants. All transcripts were collected from blank blank, the only subject which remained alive. After the date was collected, they were given Class B amnestics. I assume that's because of the suicidal thoughts and actions aspect. Of that right. One. That makes sense. So, and uh, I'll pass this back to you. Sure. Uh, the last one here uh, for these events, there's still more of the article, trust me, um, is event number 25, location Montevideo. Date, uh, May 15th, 2010. Original celestial body, excuse me, excuse Libra and Saturn, celestial body displayed, crux. Effects during the celeste event. Lost perception of external stimuli, visualization of Christian icons, greater density of fumes generated in the second stage, rites related to the Catholic Church. Person of interest, Amador Marquez. Uh, the parish of the blank church in the outskirts of Buenos Aires. Missing person. Transcription. Brethren, we are here today to commemorate the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ, crucified on the five-pointed cross to heaven. As we all know, paradise is a place full of fumes with stars like the pearls of our Lord. As is to be expected, you must take your incense holders to perfume its home and rise up to the truth. Remember all this is for the southern polar star, better known as the divine sign, to appear and take us with it. And remember, if you love him not, his archons will not let you ascend. Effects of the Celesta event. Conversion to Catholicism or greater religious adherence if they had already been believers. Increased use of incest spirals at Sunday Masses. Notes, the Catholic rites after SCP-ES-105 are similar to those practiced in the southern United States. Uh, that links to 1982. Which we'll uh, look SCP at another time. We might even look at it, it links to an article on the, on the English wiki. Yes. Which I find really interesting. Uh, henceforth, an investigation is being conducted in the Catholic dioceses. I don't know what that is. What's a diocese? Di I'm sorry, I keep looking stuff up. Dioceses. Yeah is a district under the pastoral care of a bishop in the Christian church. Okay, so, like, basically governed by the church. Right, yes. Um, uh, to find possible infiltration from members of the fifth church in its... Branches. Uh, do you want me to keep going, or you got it? Uh, I'll go for the last bit here. Oh, I say that, but it actually is very long. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it, though. I'll do it, though. <laughs> yeah, we still have another one after this. A hero can always break out of a tough spot. <laughs> All might. 
Addendum 1. I'll just start playing a UC run now. <laughs> On 5, 17, 2010, a court order was obtained to search the home of Amador Marquez in blank Uruguay. That's how that's pronounced, right? Uruguay. Uruguay. When their belongings were searched, agents found a wooden cross with the lower end separated in half, similar in appearance to a star, several sticks of incense, and a series of notes he had written. I really like this fifth Christianity sort of mashup. Yeah. Very bizarre, but kind of cool. So, 07, 028. Oh, so. Notes go all the way back to 87 and then all the way to 10. Here we go. So, I'm not a man fond of writing, but since what happened in Montevideo, I feel the need to. At least someone must be able to speak of them. Here's here's an interesting thing about Montevideo. Okay. Oh wait, never mind. Sorry, that was event six was also in Montevideo. I right. thought they I thought this was the twenty ten event and he was writing about it in eighty seven. Right. The nation <laughs> will know who that light was. The world will know. Oh seven, oh five, eighty seven. Fucking bastards. Those so called journalists laughed in my face. They told me I was crazy and that I was a conspiracy theorist or a televangelist. Fools, I saw him. I saw his grace and his wrath. I don't know why he left me alive, but I feel his call. I hear it more and more. Even yesterday, I couldn't sleep because of his voice. Uh, just uh, as no, a note, all yeah. The, yeah, all the hisses are capitalized. Like, uh, that's a typical thing to do in Christianity when talking about God. So I imagine that's... talking about the God. So 070787. I can't take it anymore. If he wants his will to be done, I will do it. I hope at least he'll let me sleep. Extraneous data removed. So we go time skip ahead. 11, yep. 12, 88. This is the same in time skip. <laughs> it's been almost a year and a half now. I'm almost not bothered by his voice anymore. And it turns out that I'm learning a lot of facts about Christianity, like how the number five symbolizes God's grace. Good number, although I don't know why I've noticed that one and not others like six, seven, or twelve. I'm also getting back in touch with people, though no women. Too bad my old self would have loved to be in their presence. Based. <laughs> <laughs> Extraneous data removed. Again, uh, now we go to 03-1492. I finally got assigned to a church. Not bad, but it's getting a bit old. The audience was very bored, and I don't think they understood my sermon. But everyone will understand. One only has to let oneself be carried away by the word. 03-2192. This mass was a little better than the last one. At least they didn't fall asleep, and some parishioners even asked for his blessing. 04-05-92. Yesterday afternoon, after the end of Mass, two people came in who said they knew one of my former companions. They told me they were former workers of a weekly newspaper called El Caso, which is a Spanish weekly specialised in news and events, which was published in Madrid between 1952 and 1987. And they were looking to start a new South American weekly called The Horizon, focusing Wait a on... Minute. They, they, were, they were from 1952 and 1987, but this note was well, from 92. Yep, so we're, we're going to go to the next sentence here. And that they were oh. looking to start a new South American weekly called The Horizon, focusing on paranormal and religious phenomena. And also they were former workers, so... Uh. I, I told everything I knew and then they left. At least someone believes me, even if they seem to be nutty. Uh, maybe I'm just getting paranoid from the Fifth Church, but the last weekly ended in 87, right? Right. And this one was in 92, so five years. Oh! They're <laughs> everyone! <laughs> Studious data removed. 05, 25, 95. <laughs> Menacing. <laughs> Today I received a pleasant surprise from James Perez, an old acquaintance from the Montevideo incident. You can hey, time me, by the way. Oh, sorry, forget. I'm sorry. I I've caught an international incident. <laughs> I've I've, I've, trying to, I've trying to stop you from doing it, but I did it. He came to see me about how my life was going, and I took advantage of his questions to return them and get to know him a little better. 
He told me that he was part of a religious initiative with ukinimal tendencies called the Union of the Five, which will be a Eight union of the... That is representing a number of different Christian churches, okay. Which will be a union of the five most influential religions. Currently, oh my god. <laughs> cur currently the five major religions being Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Islam, Buddhism, and Hinduism. He rose in the ranks doing charity work in Europe, apparently. He told me that if I wanted to help him, he would help me know more about the light I saw and what lies beyond. I assume this is the fiftest church guy. Hmm. So, extremist data removed, 07 1695. I decided to try out a little thing while in practice that Jaime suggested to me. A bit of interest, like incense, even like the Galicians, and a bit of dancing, and everything would be fine. I was right, they sang and breathed the smoke like madmen crossed out. Those who want to know more about our Lord. <laughs> Extremist data removed. 12.08.98. Yesterday I had a dream and a revelation. I was sitting on a chair and in front of me Jaime appeared along with a few cups of tea. He told me we were in paradise, specifically in the fifth world. I took a lateral look around me and saw this strange plane with stone floors carved with identical pentagons. People running around with their own free will and what appeared to be the Garden of Eden. Animals and plants of unparalleled colour and appearance all bathed under the pink light of a great cosmic starfish. They really like starfish. Mm. Also, pink starfish, all I can think of is Patrick from Spongebob. <laughs> so after that, Jaime told me that before resting here, he had a great mission. I had to call the Southern Star so the Fifth World would know we wanted to receive it. Seeing what Paradise was like, I willingly accepted. Strenuous data removed. 02 I did it. I used the words that Jaime had been teaching me to unlock the bonds of the mind. At first they were surprised, but in the end they understood and nodded. They're starting to mature. Extrema data removed. 090505. This is a big time. Skip six years. Yeah, holy crap. People have been haven't been coming in lately, all because of that damned book. Oh, which is links that the to book we already read. It links to star signals, I believe. Though, yeah. Yeah, that's the one we read, right? Yeah. So half of my parishioners disappeared and the bishops are beginning to complain about my unorthodox practices. I, I don't know whether to listen to Jaime and use a few sentences from it. Extremist data removed. 04-15-10. They're ready to go. We all are. I can see how our souls are freer, our bones are looser, and our flesh is softer. I can see how we rise and signal to the southern star. I can see paradise and my old companions smiling there. I see the faithless who fear us. I have to do this. 05-15-10 I've done it. I've done it. I watched my parishioners evaporate. Their stardust was flying through the ceiling. What a pity that it was only a minority. But that means that I have not yet aroused suspicion among the faithless. But I must act, for I feel they want to sabotage the coming. I must help. I feel like I must help. We're in danger. We must go to the South Idriel Ice to the south, and I only know one way. If we can't go to Paradise, I'll make Paradise come to us. All for our Lord crossed out our star. Blank, 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 Austral. There's another addendum. Yeah. Addendum two. Over. On 12, 25, 14, at 11 a.m. plus 12, uh, in... what does that mean, Darnell? UTC? Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, it's a time zone. I think that's like the standard one. Let me right. check. UTC is coordinated universal time. Right, yes. A celestial body of unknown origin appeared over the Edmundus Scott Station. According to initial observations, it seems to share similar characteristics to Sigma Uptantis, the current southern polar star. Whether it is related to SCP-105 and its potential classification as anomaly is under investigation. 
Oh, at least a good one. So very bizarre that even though they're both of the fifth church, this guy didn't like the book. Hmm. I think, I guess he was more pissed because the book caused trouble to the fifth church, maybe. Yeah, it seems like he was a bit of, it seems like he was a Christian first, and then it sort of, his church got, like, infected by the fifth shit. Yeah, I definitely gave it an upvote, and I can tell you did too, because it went up by two. (laughs) Um, I'm going to give this one a 9 out of 10, it's really good. One thing, it was really fucking long, Mm. um... And the other one we read is really long. It's just that it's that staple of all fifth church articles to be super long. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's good. I, I, I want to say more concrete stuff about it. I'm glad I interjected and said stuff as I noticed, but it was just so long. It's a lot for my brain to kind of process. Um, I, I want to get some water, but we only have one more to get through, I suppose. Yeah, I'm going to get some but... water as well. <laughs> well, howdy. I didn't see you there. My name is Farmer Tannerony, and as you can see, I'm just letting a few articles grow. Woo-wee! These boys are going to be right for upvotes soon. Maybe downvotes if you want to be assassinated by the discovered SCP hit squad, but let's not talk about that. As a farmer of SCP, I'm always looking for new ways to write my articles, which is why I recommend Skip Saver. One spray of this, and you instantly get one million upvotes. Woo-wee! As they say, country girls make do. I'll talk to you later. Hope you enjoy. What are you doing in the Foundation Garden? Uh, I gotta go. Uh, <laughs> don't know! Hello, and we are back. I hope you enjoyed whatever I put in that blank space. Yeah, and if we just cut it out, then I hope you enjoyed the skip. Yeah. Alright, so what is the last one for today, and where is it from? So this, this is one is like from SCP-FR, so that's the French uh, SCP wiki, and it nice. is SCP-281-FR here. That's not the right link, I've just posted the Spanish one again. Absolute fool, Tim. This is behind... You're embarrassing also, me. During the break, I made my first ever edit. I fixed that little spelling thing. Well done. And this one is called The Day the Earth Stopped. What's a mod 3 level accreditation? Uh, I don't know. Let's find out. And you can see that uh, this one is actually very highly rated, especially for a translation. I can't hear you. What? You're cutting out. What? What? Can you you said me? this one is actually and then you cut out. Can what you hear me you better saying? now? Yeah. So this one is very highly rated, especially for a translation. Yeah. Also, just a quick scan, the threat level and a bunch of other things are really bizarre. Yeah, the... I might need some explaining. Yes. So, as far as I know, there's something that the French wiki does a lot more here. They oh, have... so they don't do Keter safe, they do like... Well, they colors. do, but they have threat level as well, because object class is sort of containment difficulty, whereas threat level is how threatening it is. So looking, it says green... Um... Well, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll go through it all. Right, right. Okay. Sorry. So, warning. Um... This document is initially authorized... For... Oh, actually, sorry. So this one is written by Dr. Gemini, and it's translated by Dr. Dr. Marco and Lieutenant Flops together. Nice. So teamwork. It's beautiful. Love to see it. So what's what what's je ne sais quoi? That's French, right? Je ne sais. I, I think quoi. So. Is that a good thing? I'm trying I don't, to say something good. I couldn't tell you. Oh, it it says it means I do not know what. I thought it was like saying beautiful. My son. <laughs> My son. <laughs> there's the abandoned, there's the international incident. <laughs> we try what we we got from three of them fine. We couldn't even... I'm so sorry, France. 
Warning, this document is initially authorised for personnel with a Mod 3 level accreditation only. You're about to consult sensitive information. You will not be subject to any memetic or amnestic agents during or after your reading. You will not be subject to any localization, incarceration, armed intervention, or execution. You have the right to know, but you are not obligated to. It's interesting that they mention no amnestics. I assume they just mean you don't need any amnestics for this, but does that mean they can't take any um, amnestic agents in the future? Mm, I think it's the first, the former there. So item number SCP-281. Threat level green, so I assume is pretty safe. It says right here, the object is not beneficial, but isn't harmful as long as it is handled correctly. This threat level is often assigned to safe and Euclid class. Right, okay. Object class safe. Special containment procedures. SCP-281 is currently confined in a reinforced tungsten containment constraint within local site Dowd, an enclosed 50 meter squared site located within zone 88, Kone Jalout. Um, it would be called 50 square meters, by the way. Cool. Sorry. A military and scientific base officially <laughs> belonging to the United States of America, but operated by the Global Occult Coalition. Oh, hey, it's our boys! Yeah, so at least four agents must be positioned at local site Dow at all times. Regular supplies must be provided by Ur. All censorship... Wait a minute. Sorry, this is a foundation, right? Why are they letting yeah. the Global Occult Coalition operate in SCP? I guess it's the collab. Oh, they do say they collab sometimes. So... All censorship and disinformation operations have been managed by the Global Occult Coalition since the 1950s. These operations include shifting the official South Pole four kilometers from SCP-281's location, and falsifying various kinds of information concerning a history of expeditions to Antarctica since 1911, and the fundamental geological and astronomical nature of the Earth. Oh. Regarding the GOC, local site Dowd is under regular pressure from the Global Occult Coalition, which is seeking to appropriate SCP-281 for security, strategical, political, and or religious reasons that are still unclear. These claims have lasted since the object was contained by the Foundation in 1948 and the late arrival of the Coalition's forces on site. However, given the diplomatic relations between the GOC and the Foundation, these pressures are not so oh, far not military in nature. In the event that the situation changes, the Bell Protocol must be initiated. Shit. So, regarding ORIA, which we'll have I explained in a second, SCP-281 is currently at the heart of the Jihad of the Nine, a medium-scale military-religious conflict with the Office for the Reclamation of Islamic Artifacts of Iran, whose claim of SCP-281 was one of the founding objectives. Due to the significant geographical distance between the South Pole and Aurea bases, Jihad operations against Legal Site Dard are rare but significant, performed mainly using pharmacological means. Oh my god, they use so they just casually drop the fact that magic is canon. Yes. Which includes transport circles, spell eater ammunition, and local deformations of reality. Oh, yeah, just deforming reality itself. Whatever. So site doubts isolated isolation within Zoe eighty eight means that these Islamic operations Wait, are Does this mean the SCP Foundation has like wizards? Yes. Like you got you got the armed forces, the guys with the guns, and then just a dude in a rope and a hat comes on, like, I'll take it from here, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, Why don't they just use magic to contain all the SCPs? We'll see. So I'm managed mainly by the GOC's armed forces. In the event that this situation changes, the AF protocol must be initiated. Don't you say anything. Uh, what, what, don't, what do you mean? You, okay, it passed you by, don't worry. So regarding a K-class scenario... Now you're talking about that it's the EA protocol? Yeah. Like EA, the video game place? Yeah. Okay, that's what you mean. So, according to the founding Islamic text, several of SCP-281's components would be called upon to be recovered and used during Revelation-type end-of-the-world events by class... I'm not familiar with the Roman numerals, is that seven? 
Yeah, it's seven. Class seven or higher reality manipulators. One thing I've noted, it mentions revelation type end of the world. And mm. remember that thing we got from the future of the angel? Yeah, I think that, that would apply. Like the year? Interesting. So SCP-281-5 is assumed to be recovered by the Prophet Ali during the Last Judgment, whereas SCP-281-1 is assumed to be recovered by the Prophet Jesus to fight the Antichrist. In the event okay, that so this, this is a highly religio- yeah. religious item, whatever it is. Yeah, so the event that this situation occurs, the Anu Protocol must be initiated. In any case, it is assumed that removing one of the components of SCP-281 or damaging integrity could cause an XK-class event. I mean, okay, what is this thing already? Oh, there's a huge history yeah. list. Should we read this or...? Okay, well, we'll have to. It's part of the article. And that's a hit. This is the history of the now dilute of incidents. Do you want to read this bit? <laughs> okay, we have to read it. All right. Uh, 1952, uh, 417. Definitive establishment of Zone 88 around Site Daud. Supplies are henceforth provided by air. 1962, 321. Arrest of Site Director Felipe Vargas for non compliance with orders and corruption. 1976-1023, the Prophet Muhammad's swords are demanded to be returned to the Global Occult Coalition. So whatever this SCP is, it has to do with weapon. Hmm. By House Afsana, a para-Islamic organization established throughout the Middle East. No indication is known regarding how this organization learned the position of SCP-281. 1977-0515, the Prophet Muhammad's swords are demanded to be returned to the SCP Foundation by House Afsana. 1981, formation of the Office for the Reclamation of Islamic Artifacts by Rohla Khomeini. Oraya issues an ultimatum, which requests the return of the Prophet Muhammad's swords to the Islamic Republic of Iran. Um, a couple months later, without a response to the ultimatum, Oraya declares the Jihad of the Nine, which it accompanies with the filmed execution of two global occult coalition agents. 1983, about 20 armed jihadists manifest in hangars 2 and 3 of Zone 88, likely with the help of transport circles, and begin firing on personnel. All jihadists were shot after killing about 15 people, including one of our agents. About? We don't know? Nineteen eighty five, arrest of site director Valentine Valentine Garnier for non compliance with orders and corruption. So apparently everyone who runs this thing becomes corrupt. Mm-hmm. Probably because whatever this SCP is, it's super powerful. Nineteen eighty seven, the GOC launched an embargo against Site Dowd, preventing its resupply. The personnel on site have reserves for fourteen. A couple months later, explosion of building A six on Zone eighty eight, likely caused by Oriah. The embargo is discontinued. Colonel Emerson denounces a terrorist act on behalf of the SCP Foundation in order to justify an armed intervention with, against Site Dowd. False evidence is fabricated and presented in the GOC in order to make Oriah's guilt irrefutable. There's a lot of politics uh, going on here between yeah, the geez, factions. This is kind of... This is the first time I've ever read an SCP where it feels a little bit like a chore to read. Like, I feel like there's too much information. But, I mean, I guess this would be optional if we weren't doing, like, yeah. a podcast where we read through the entire article. Uh, 1988, assassination of Colonel Emerson. 1992, manifestation of a plot of arid desert occupied by an Oriah encampment six kilometers from Zone 88. It is, in fact, a spatio-temporal deformation connecting the location to an Oriah campsite established in Kerman Province, Iran. A surface-to-surface missile was sent by Zone 88, but was unsuccessful due to the spatio-temporal anomaly. I'm really running out of steam. Okay, I'll I'll take over. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So, 1993 to 1994, several jihadist raids take place, assisted by motor vehicles and heavy weapons, which were countered with difficulty. Zone 88 is severely damaged, and the AIR protocol is initiated twice. 1994-09-13, spatio-temporal anomaly resolves itself. A retaliation operation from Sapphire is suspected. That's a name we've not come across before. Oh. So, 1999-04-28, several information leaks, see Agenda 2 and 3, concerning the nature of SCP-281 and the involvement of the GOC, allow for the Foundation to blackmail several high-ranking members of the Coalition. 
pressures of Zone 88 against Site Dow decrease. 2005-03-22, emergence of an abnormally modified bomb through a transport circle within Zone 88. The bomb is diffused in time. Shortly after, a dozen jihadists appear, shot dead without losses by the soldiers on site who were waiting for them in ambush. Okay, so this whole part of the SCP... It feels like that's an I, optional thing, I feel like. Yeah, but we... I, I have conflicted feelings about it, because on one hand, it is optional. Uh, none of this has to do with the SCP itself. This is all basically serves as a TLDR to be like, whatever, the, whatever this SCP is, it's important. Mm. So on one hand, I can respect the effort put into that. And I'm sure that I might also partially have been worn down by it because we've already done three very lengthy SCPs in a row. Mm. Um, so I don't want to be too cruel, but I do feel like this section could have been shorter or more simplified. Um, but then again, like we've mentioned before, I guess this is optional reading through it. But it, it, this is the first time ever, and I don't want to insult the SCP because so far it seems cool, but where I was like, man, this is kind of a chore to read all of this. Right, yeah. So much. But yes, let's continue to the description finally. So description. SCP-281 is a set of nine swords of various shapes and sizes, similar in style to the Arab weaponry of the late 7th century CA. These swords are comprised of various metals, with iron or bronze blades and handles of gold, silver or copper, including lent ever, traces of ivory or precious stones. These swords are classified SCP-28-1-9. All are planted approximately 15 centimeters in the ground at a single point at the Earth's exact geographic south pole. Latitude 90 degrees south, longitude irrelevant. When SCP-281 was discovered on site and reported to the SCP Foundation in October 1947, it was accompanied by a sign reading, PLUS! Thank you for not <laughs> touching the swords! Under penalty of giving the impression that the world was destroyed, which would worry a lot of people over nothing. Sincerely yours, Sapphire. That was, a, that was a really good tension breaker there. I love it. I love it because not only is it internet speak, but when they discovered this, and I assume it was written before they discovered it, it was in the 40s, so well before Pliz was a thing. Pliz! <laughs> Do not touch the swords! Definitely a good tension breaker. So officially, and especially in diplomatic relations with the GOC and its partner states... Foundation has always respected the sign and has never attempted to take action on SCP-281. Unofficially, all attempts to remove some or all of SCP-281 have ended in failure, whether by human, mechanical, or pharmaceutical means. <laughs> Unofficially! That's great. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, the article opinion starting to go way back up. I love the humor interlays. Yeah, so all attempts were abandoned upon the discovery of several sensitive documents, see addenda. It is assumed that SCP-281 is an essential element of the globe's geological structure, and that damaging its integrity could potentially cause the discontinuation of the test terrestrial globe. Oh, so these swords are holding the South Pole in place. Mm. So SCP-281's irremovability is due to an attractive force of several hundred million newtons of undetermined origin exerted by each of its components on the other components. This force of attraction does not seem to apply to objects other than SCP-281's components. The Department of Theology proposed the hypothesis that each component of SCP-281 must have its own abnormal capability, which would manifest itself when each component is individually used as a weapon. This hypothesis cannot be proven because of SCP-281's irremovability. So, Addendum 1. GOI 096-E46 Epistolary Documents. The following documents were taken from a letter exchange maintained in 1946 between Hervé Melcherbes, former professor of applied mathematics at the Sorbonne University in Paris, and Patrick Silverstein, former consultant data expunged, never found. These letters were recovered following during the dismantling of the Lodge of Paris in 2003 by Mobile Task Force Omega-5, the jewellers. Oh, very, very long. 
I'll do it. All right. No, we can popcorn it. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll be I'll I'll be um Patrick Silverstone then. Wow, this is gonna be like a definitely over two. This is this is discovering SCP the movie. <laughs> we gotta get it animated. Nineteen forty six oh two fourteen to my very dear colleague Professor Herve Malchebs, head of the Lodge of Paris. My dear friend, I hope everything is going well for you and that you do not have any too many properties to rebuild in the old continent. I heard about your last operation where the whole parish was put into orbit for a few minutes just to properly show them that the Earth was round. Too bad they were brought back a little bit too late, but I'm sure they had the time to fully realise their mistake before they passed away. What better show than the truth, after all? We have the same kind of problem here, known as the Universal Zetetic Society, renamed to the Flat Earth Society in 1956, <laughs> so that to this day. Uh, a bunch of, um... I don't, I don't want to say it, but... Uh... It says retards in the document, but you guys know we don't contone that language. Okay. This also was written in 1946, when I'm sure that language okay. was... Not nearly, so slack needs to be given. So, yeah. who not only refuse to accept centuries of concrete and proven scientific evidence, but also claim to be satanic and rational while doubting the official agencies, which they believe lied to them for personal gain. Imagine the image they give of real satanic groups like us. Fortunately, I have some good news for the both of us, which is the subject of this entire letter. Some colleagues working at NASA have assured me that thanks to Paperclip, Operation Paperclip was a major exfiltration option, operation of former Nazi scientists in the USA, a significant part of which worked in the American aerospace sector. Real thing, yes. A v- that is a real thing. Yeah, a V2. Also, there's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Um, NASA was founded in 1958, and this is a letter from 1946. Let me check that. I don't, I don't know if this is implying some sort of temporal thing. Um, maybe maybe in the SCP universe it was unofficially founded earlier. Maybe. But uh, just just as a, as a note to viewers, NASA was founded in 1958, and there was a preceding agency called NACA that was in 1950. Hmm. I also don't want... It might be something with the translation as well, or maybe it says NACA originally. I'm not sure. I don't want to sort yeah. of... I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, so I don't want to try and blame yeah. or anything like that. I, I just wanted to note that hmm. to viewers, because I was like, no, NASA wasn't around there. Kind a of V2 ballistic missile should be sent into the mesosphere for purely scientific purposes between now and the 24th of October, and it will be equipped with a camera. Finally, we will have <laughs> photographing and indisputable evidence that the Earth is round, be widely broadcast, an unstoppable means of popularization, which should eliminate the bad skeptics from the landscape. Tell me if you're interested. I will send you a copy of those photographs as soon as possible, so that Sapphire's European lodges can have them ahead of all the media. So I don't believe the um, go, specifically say what Sapphire is in this article. So I will just quickly summarize it for you. Yeah. So Sapphire is the Society of the Atheist Partisans of Progress for the Halt of the Irrational and Religious Enemy. So they are basically militant atheists. Right. With kind regards, Patrick V. Silver. Yeah. Um, we should probably switch off like every letter. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're you're the uh, uh, the other guy. Now I know there's a bunch of letters, so we'll probably learn later. But just from that first one, I have no clue what this has to do with nine religious mm. swords. But yes, 1946, uh, 0220. So about six days later, to my very dear colleague, Professor Patrick Silverstein, head of the Lodge of New York, my dear friend. I thank you warmly for so actively following and appreciating the activities of the Lodge of Paris. The flattists, as they say in the jargon, are definitely a plague. This sounds like every internet, like, argument over religion. (laughs) They are basically our atheism. Yeah, pretty much what I was thinking. Skepticism must apply in the face of the illogical, not the logical. Otherwise, it is little more than monstrous bigotry. 
Sapphire members in France will gladly take your photographs of the Earth from above. The weight of words, the shock of photographs, isn't it? Fighting against the most harmful communities of Christianity in particular seems to me to be the priority at this time. We can't even debate peacefully with these Jewish morons. Again, don't contone this language. We're just reading the article as it was intended. Anymore without being looked at wrong now. The politically correct, you know how it is. With kind regards, Hervé Malcherdebez. I do want to note that I don't think the author contones this either, because I think they're very clearly painting Sapphire as like a bunch of assholes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, And this was in the 40s, so please don't go harass these people. Uh, But yeah, so far I'm enjoying this. Next letter. 1946, 1027. To my very dear colleague, Professor Herve Malchibas, head of the Lodge of Paris. My dear friend. Well. Well, well, well. Shit, 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 shit. Shit, 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 shit. Shit, 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 shit. Please find attached, as promised, the photographs of the Earth taken from space by NASA's ballistic missile. The disclosure to the general public has been blocked until further notice. With kind regards, Patrick V. Silverstein. I think I just realized what this article is, Tanoni. The Earth is flat. So I did say I, I I quite I lied when I said what the name of the article was. I said the day the Earth stopped, but there are two more words after that. <laughs> Being flat. Wait, so the Earth is round? Well, the name of the article is the day the Earth stopped, and then in tiny letters it says "being flat." Oh, so they found out the Earth was flat and lied about it being spherical. Well, let's find out. Okay. <clears throat> Nineteen forty-six, ten twenty. My very dear colleague, Professor Patrick Silverstein, head of the Lodge of New York. My dear friend, fuck. With kind regards, Hervé Malcherbis. <laughs> the comedy in this is very good. <laughs> it is really good. This is a super. This is probably the funniest article we've ever read. I love it. 1946, 1103. To my very dear colleague, Professor Herve Malcherbis, head of the Lodge of Paris. My dear friend, as a society's representative on the Council of 108. I was able to take advantage of today's session at the Global Occult Coalition to evoke concern for the aesthetic and purely illusory appearance of our beautiful planet, namely that, as seen from space, the globe appears to resemble a flat disk bordered by a large ice wall. Apparently, among the 107 other organisations that were brought together in the Coalition, a large part of them were already aware of this optical effect. So what do the Nine Swords have to do with the Earth being flat? Mm. And this is a very cool interpretation of the GOC as well here, that they... They're made of loads of different organizations, and this is one of mm-hmm. them. Uh, I mean, that is what coalition implies. Yeah, but it goes into more specifics. Mm-hmm. So I began by thanking them, all of them, for having striven all this time to triumph the truth of the round earth, and for having hidden from the world's population this unpleasant impression that the earth is flat. It is very courageous of the New World Order to fight against a singularity, giving the impression to every human being that the earth is flat, Instead of opposing, sometimes by somewhat regressive means, certainly, but necessarily, the scientific evidence demonstrating there is a globe. I just realized this is why they said in the beginning they fabricated expeditions to Antarctica. (laughs) I was greeted by an awkward silence. A silence so deafening that I still have overdeveloped hearing, the opposite of tinnitus. For you see, the problem is that they themselves are convinced that the Earth is flat, and they believe they are lying to the world when they are actually telling the truth. You can imagine the discomfort in the ranks of the council. The Bavarian Illuminati no longer knew where to stand, and the Freemasons pretended to look for lint on their ceremonial dresses. But either way, let's ignore that. Appearances are kept, that's what counts. I then asked them if Sapphire had permission to fix this little aesthetic problem. Give back to the globe the appearance it should have. 
It was certainly uh, the silence that followed that gave me my current anti-tinnitus. Oh my god, did the world used to be flat and they made it round by using the swords? <laughs> the assembly stayed to watch me, stirring and silent for something like a quarter of an hour before anyone dared to get up. I think they were in shock. The one more who got up was, without much surprise, the Supreme Master Abraham of the Illuminati. I've never heard him stutter before, and I don't think anyone else has either. You, you want to make the earth round, he told me. You will understand that I had a sudden laziness to tell him that no, the earth was already round, and that we're just going to make it look the way it should. I decided instead to move directly into technical considerations. Hence my question, do you still have the Nine Swords of Muhammad in stock? With kind regards, Patrick Silverstein. <laughs> Hang on, I have to send this article to my friend. <laughs> Must read TLDR Earth Was Flat Militant Atheist Organization Made It Round with Magic Religious Sword. This is a, this is a high concept article. <laughs> <laughs> this is so base, I cannot describe it. Night, right. so night, oh, I love you how now. you got stuck with all the fucking long ones. I had my la the last letter short. It was a fun my one, though. To my very dear colleague, Professor Patrick Silverstein, I confirm that we should be able to gather the nines, uh, the swords of Muhammad. Singularities Bro 2562, ISIL 2, 3, and 4 must have taken dust at the Lodge of Marseille. At last news, they were doing tests to verify that their attraction was indeed of magnetic origin and not unique. Unfortunately, it is, and no force manifests itself once in, the, in their sheaths. Bro 2562, ISIL 7 is hidden somewhere in the Lodge of Cairo. I sent a letter to Professor Regman. You know what's funny to me is these swords had magic powers, but in order to make the world round and sticking them all together, they're now, um, uh, like, unremovable. Yeah. So they just, like, that's what they used them for. As for Bro 2562, ISIL 1589, they were stolen by the Thule Society to serve the strange rituals of the Nazis, but were recovered during the liberation and should now be stored in the crate lost in the Louvre's reserves. Nothing that is unrecoverable. I'll put this all together and keep you more fully informed as things progress. We'll see you at the Interlodge Summit anyway, won't we? You can then be able to share with us all the projects that are germinating in your mind. With kind regards, Hervé Mancherbis. So why did the rest of the GOC just be like, yeah, sure, make the Earth round? Okay. Also, and there are a ton more documents. That we'll, was document one. We'll do it. We'll, we, can, we can make this happen. So addendum two is GOI archive document. The following document was recovered during a raid by Mobile Task Force Omega-5. The jewelers. I assume they're specifically against Sapphire here, hence the name. Yeah. Oh, I get it. The jewelers, Sapphire. So at the home of former senior researcher blank blank on 1998 blank blank. Ooh. It's the year I was born, 1998. Ooh, uh, this is nice. Yeah, you can. It's hard to read, but you can read it. So there's two images. One is just a picture of the nine swords around the world with some other diagram, and the other is like a document that can be read. I'll read the document then. They spelled sapphire wrong. That's the way. Yeah, the acronym is in French originally, I think. Oh, I see. That makes sense. So it, the, the reason why the acronym is a bit awkward in English is because it originally was in right. French and has to be sort of backronymed. Oh, they even have built-in redactions. That's so. So cool. Hello, Mrs. Blank Blank. You've been selected to be a part of the G Galilei Delta Rubies. Your departure for the South Pole is scheduled for March 5th. More information will be sent to you shortly regarding the time and point of departure. Operation Galileo was established in order to synchronize the spherical nature of the globe, which don't have to, have, which don't have to be proven for ages. With they misspelled which, but I think that was meant on purpose because mm. it's an old article. With its aesthetic appearance, which unfortunately makes it appear flat in the eyes of the neophyte, this denial is delicious. 
It's so good. It was decreed at the 55th Interlodge Summit that Singularity's Bro 2562 ISL 1-9, better known as the Swords of Muhammad, would be gathered and used to counter this most unfortunate illusion. Nine teams of rubies will depart by nine different routes to the South Pole, or as the more whimsical members of the GOC call it, the Glacial Border, to reach nine points that are singularly opposite, but which objectively form the South Pole. Each individual rubies will be in possession of a sword. Oh, so they're all around the ice wall, which then yeah. made Antarctica. And they, like, folded it. <laughs> oh my god. Galilei Delta will receive Bro 2562 ISL3 Al-Quadib in its sheath. You must reach point Delta, unsheath the sword at the specified time, and drive it into the specified point immediately. You don't need to know any more at this time. The Gallant Witch effect states that any bladed weapon planted in the ground can only be dislodged under special conditions, typically by the action of a conscious Persian. This effect should ensure a firm grip of the singularities in the Earth's crust, and assure that the crust will bend seamlessly by accompanying attraction as singularities exert between each other, until they meet at point Alpha Prime, which in fact corresponds to the true South Pole. The Earth's crust will remain a coherent and stable whole. It should be noted that its deformation will only be illusory, and that the concept of trying to deform it would be perfectly ridiculous for the operation's entire duration. Do not unsheathe the singularity before the specified time. Yours sincerely, blank. I really like the work that went into making this uh, Yeah, document. I agree. Also, I love how uh, they clarified earlier, if anyone ever did remove a sword, it would destroy the world because the world would fold back in on itself. <laughs> So uh, GOC archive document. So the following document was taken from the archives of the platform, a cutting-edge, top-secret proto-informatics network implemented to enable members of the Council of 108, constituting the high command of the Global Cult Coalition, to communicate remotely in real time. So roughly comparable to a social network 50 years ahead of its time, the existence of the platform was only discovered in 1995. So basically MySpace. So a copy of these archives was provided by an anonymous informant, codenamed Pinhead, in 1999. Oh my god, look, it's literally a forum. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. <laughs> so, see... hey, look, look, they even have likes, see, it says yeah, validate. Yeah, 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 let's leave that for now. Let's leave it now. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. So, all the patricents of the New World Order have seen. The United Church of Satan, the Argentine Arstrom, and 80 others validate. <laughs> the Bavarian Illuminati appeals, so we'll go back and forth here, oh appeals to the practicants of the New World Order. You have been heard and your fears are legitimate. What process do they intend to use? What will happen to the colonies established on the other side? What about the Great Eye? What about our diplomatic relations with the Vrilyar? Were the people on the other side? <laughs> uh, I assume on the bottom side they all got trapped on the inside of the Earth, <laughs> like the Vrilya. Oh my god, this is the funniest fucking article I've ever read and has so much effort. We hear you and want to reassure you. The Society of the Atheist Partisans of Progress for the Halt of the Irrational and Religious Enemy is, as you know, difficult to regulate and very discreet, but harmless. The initial plans for the Galo project were to be communicated to us last Monday. They weren't, but Professor Silverstein announced a delay and assured us they would be as soon as the details were finalised. He insisted on the problems of independence dear to the Atheist Society, which have already been debated here. So I guess they think, like, no way they're actually going to be able to do it. <laughs> so all the Pakistans... All the Pakistans of the New World have seen. Oh, but this one has much less likes. Yeah. Oh. The United Church of Satan, the Argentium Astrum, and 25 others validate. 
The members of the Majestic Twelve nevertheless remind protesters that as members of the Council, and therefore of the New World Order, whether some like it or not, the Atheist Society has all our confidence in developing a plan that is discreet, functional, and without adverse consequences. While the patents of the New World Order have seen, the Theosophical Society, the Argentium Astrum, and 28 others validate. The United Church of Satan reminds the 52 practicants of the New World Order that are of paralegious nature that a law of cordial secularism is, until further notice, the norm within the Council, and that any criticism of the choices and practices of the Atheist Society is taken into account but irrelevant within the Coalition's formal framework. All the practicants of the New World Order of Steam, the Universalist Order of Aisher, the Order of the Dragon, and 79 others validate. The Bavarian Illuminati emphasized that the fact that the Council's information sharing platform is open to all Council members, with the exception of the Atheist Society, is in no way due to a lack of trust towards- This is like literally fighting on social media. <laughs> Any mention of the existence of the platform that one of their members will nevertheless be punished. Oh my god, there's meat and girls. <laughs> Read the, you read the Atheist Society. You can't eat I with us. Describe the levels of fucking humor this article is. I love this it, article. It is ins I honestly controversial. I'm I'm gonna give this the first ever eleven out of ten. Oh, we're not even finished yet. So. Yeah, it's just so perfect, and the fact that they committed and put so much effort into it. All the patterns of the New World Order have seen the Black Ocean Society, the Bavarian Illuminati, and seventy-two others validate. The members of the Majestic Twelve point out that concerning the suspicions of destruction of the Earth's hidden side, the sketches of the Galileo project seem to aim at closing the glacial border, contracting it to form a second pole on the planet. The hidden side would therefore be preserved, but would con constitute the inner surface of an empty globe. The, the so that means there's not really a core inside the Earth, there's another symbol. <laughs> Maybe they'll fix that next. <laughs> The... Oh god, they pour lava in there? <laughs> the continental tunnels leading to the other side should not suffer too much from the transition from the flat earth to the hollow earth. New ones will probably be established, as well as a surveillance base in Antarctica. Right. Um, oh, oh, sorry. All the practicants of the New World Order have seen. The Theosophical Society. The Walt Disney Company! <laughs> <laughs> what? The part of the GOC, I guess. <laughs> That's a very good subtle joke. <laughs> the Vril Society declares that it is very enthusiastic about the idea of literally closing the Vril territory's borders. Oh, they're, they're so like I guess they're one of the ones on the inside. Mm. Definitively solving the problem of migrants who cross the edge of the world to settle on their territory, taking the place of honest citizens in cold blood. This Shambhala chain will be pulled so that the second moon does not cause a collision. What? <laughs> when the Earth's crust closes, once moved, the second moon will continue to be the source of light and heat fueling the other side. Oh, they use the second moon as, as the core. Uh... It will be aligned to form the center of the new globe and will establish a new continent. So it's the core. Oh, God damn, this, is, this article is going to kill me. <laughs> Oh, good. All the patterns of the New World are seen, the United Church of Satan, the members of the Majestic Twelve, and 68 others validate. Cicada3299 notes the significant oh, saving like of notes the significant saving of time and resources if no more ships, planes, or exploration troops swing over the edge anymore, and if their disappearance no longer needs to be covered. All the practices of the New World Order have seen. The Priory of Scion, the Order of the Dragon, and 85 others validate. 
The Masonic propaganda of the Grand Orient reminds everyone that the Round Earth is already the accepted model throughout the civilian world, and that if the transition from the Flat Earth to the Hollow Earth goes smoothly, only the world's astronomical data will have to be modified to camouflage the operation. In the event of a significant incident, the threat of war between the United States of America and the Soviet Union will serve as the perfect diversionary or justification instrument. Okay, so basically the Cold War was used to cover this up. Mm. So all Wait, the... have you read this one before? I did read this one, yes. How did you not tell me when I was making all these judgments in the beginning? <laughs> How great this is. So all the participants of the New World Order have seen, the Universalist Order of the Acer, the Bavarian Illuminati, and 61 others validate. The Priory of Sion would also like to put back on the agenda the question of the greater Israel plan and relations of dominance that will become more complicated with the organization of the American-Soviet conflict. Is the Great Replacement still relevant in the high American spheres? And above all, how should it be, and indeed should it be, addressed in the Soviet's areas? And they just move on to another topic. <laughs> End of sequence. Bravo. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, 11 out of 10. I know it breaks the scale, but this not only was it the funniest thing I've read in maybe ever, but the level... It's easy to just make a low-effort joke. But the amount of effort and hard work and setup that was put into this is fucking baffling. Very. I guess the legit rating would have to be 10 out of 10 instead of 11 out of 10. But true, this might be my favorite article yet. Very good. Oh my god. That was so fucking good. France, well done. <laughs> oh my god. That was so freaking funny, dude. <laughs> this is is very good. Very yeah, well done to Dr. Gemini. Sometimes sometimes you read articles and you're like, that's canon to SCP. This is my new canon view of the real world. Yes, this, this actually, happened. actually happened. Yeah. So, uh, again, also very well done to Dr. Mark and Lieutenant Flops, the translators of this one. This was a very long article to translate. Yeah. So, the first link Tanhoney sent me was at 3.24, and we were talking before that. It is now 5.13 p.m. This is indeed SCP the movie. Yes. Discovering SCP the movie. I'm a little brain dead, but do we have any closing remarks? Um, thoughts? Nothing I can think of. I'm just going to say there's a possibility that the channel is going to become more active on YouTube um, within the next period of time. Maybe put some more videos up outside of the podcast. Ooh, so if you enjoy yeah. that kind of content, maybe check it out. We'll not, we're not 100% on what we might do yet, but um, we'll have a think about it. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I would love to see some more Tanoni stuff. He's brought up a couple ideas to me that I think you guys would enjoy. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Please let us know in the comments uh, which one was your favorite today, or if there are any other uh, international SCPs you like and what they're about. Yeah, we'll, we'll most likely do another episode like this a bit later on, where we have different branches, yeah. so everyone gets that. That was awesome, though. Holy crap. So, yeah. That was a good... This is this it is. I was very surprised. These are probably the highest quality articles we've read, um, among the highest quality. I mean, mm. uh, these are all really, really good. Yeah, uh, not to say I was surprised. Sorry. No, no, no. These are, another thing to consider. These are probably some of the best from the other branches. I imagine. Mm-hmm. Which is why they probably got translated. Yeah. And so I don't know why a lot of my articles get translated because um, doesn't quite. Awesome. Uh, hmm. Oh, how do they so. how do they do it on other wikis? Do they do it like we do it for them? Like they put dash en at the end? I I think I, I'm not sure. They they probably do. 
Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I can't say. Because theirs, theirs are probably just 281 on theirs, right? Not 281-FR. I really can't say. I don't know. I don't want to say either way. Cause Boris, please, once again. Is if not... you made it through our movie. <laughs> Boris, if you know, can you please tell us? Boris, you're our only hope. Boris deserves like a writing credit for this podcast. Honestly, Boris, let us know if you want to maybe be a guest on the podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. We're, we are going to be trying to look into getting guests on and things like that. Yes. So, uh... Anyone who's interested, if you have written SCPs or um, are perhaps like working on other platforms or your own projects, please feel free to contact us in the comments or send a personal message. Maybe are always happy to learn about opportunities to collaborate sorry my words are not working right yeah so my dms on twitter as well are always open so if you want to get in contact with me we'll yes, see what can we can work out at anthony shacklad that is a-n-t-h-o-n-y s-h-a-c-k-l-a-d and that's the home of all that's also where we update when we post our episodes uh if you don't want to use the hub but yeah yeah Tan, probably pin the hub to your profile uh i will i will do that yes and that's it from me um anything else that um you want to say uh i just want to apologize to future tanhoney that amidst this two-hour video you have to find that five minutes when we went to get water and edit that so good luck you didn't say anything during that period right so it should be quite easy to find yeah i don't think i did well anyway um if that's it let's um sign off Thank you for right. listening. Thank you for sticking with us if you have sticked with it. I imagine maybe this took a few listenings for you, but uh, well done. You made it. Yeah, take care, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Bye.